0: I'm Whitney Sewell of LifeBridge Capital. I'm here to deliver some highlights from this past week. If you're on YouTube, I hope that you have liked and subscribed. Please leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. You can also email us at info at I hope we are helping you to become a more informed investor. From this week's news, housing supply drops to a new low since the start of the pandemic. Homebuilder confidence plummets for the first time in four months. And in commercial real estate news, Global lodging sector is set to recover in the second half of 2022. The Omicron variant will not affect commercial real estate recovery, according to the experts. Office leases rise thanks to tenant perks. Manhattan office real estate is not affected by work-from-home setup. And for the latest in the economy, top academics insist 2022 will be a tough year for housing. Fed interest rate hikes will likely begin in March. Survey indicates workers may receive 3.4% pay hike this year and 30-year fixed mortgage rates is now at the highest level since April of 2020. December registered fewer 4-cell homes since the onset of the pandemic, driving seasonally adjusted home sales down 3.6% and down 11% year over year, according to a new report from Redfin. This is the highest month-over-month sales decline since May 2020. 79 of the 88 largest metro areas are part of the tracking report registered plummeting home sales. The biggest declines are in New York. Detroit was the only one of the 88 largest metros that had a year over year increase in the number of seasonally adjusted active listings of homes for sale. The largest drop in active housing listings was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, followed by San Jose and San Francisco. On the other hand, home prices soared 15% from the year earlier, the 17th consecutive month of double digit rise. Austin leads, the country's highest price growth at 30.3% reaching $482,149. This was followed by the North Port, Florida, Phoenix, and Tucson, Arizona, and Raleigh, North Carolina. Inflation-fueled construction supply prices affected building confidence this month after higher cost of materials and lack of availability due to supply chain continued constraints. Builder confidence fell 1.83 in January, according to the National Association of Home Builders, Wells Fargo Housing Market Index. This is still not a major concern since any value above 50 in the index is considered positive. But analysts have noted that it is the first drop in four months. NAHB blames building material costs, skilled labor scarcity, and higher mortgage rates for likely worsening housing affordability in 2022 as buyer demand can't still keep up with new construction. In commercial real estate news, the global lodging sector will recover in the second half of 2022. Finch Ratings has lowered its outlook for the Omicron variant hit global lodging sector, even though occupancy gains and rate performance in the U.S. last year exceeded expectations along with business travel's faster recovery. Many countries in APEC and Europe regions remained hampered by restrictions in travel and mobility because of the pandemic. China's zero COVID-19 strategy is also expected to prevent its recovery in tourism. The credit rating agency believes that leisure travel demand will only be centered on holiday destinations, regional getaways, outdoor accommodations like campsites, and short-term rentals. Meanwhile, business travel appears to be recovering faster in the U.S. than in other parts of the world. Finch says it now expects revenue per available room to recover to about 70% of 2019 levels in 2022, with most of the recovery happening in the second half of the year. However, the industry will still have to contend with inflation concerns, tight labor markets, sharper competition from short-term rental markets, and the lack of public sector support aside from limited local trips due to the Omicron variant. But such is not the case for Moody's Analytics and believes the Omicron variant will only hinder but not derail the recoveries for commercial real estate and the overall economy in the country. The U.S. office market has already recorded three consecutive quarters of leasing volume increases and leasing activity is on the rise at more than 50 percent from the lowest point observed since the start of the COVID crisis. The impact will most likely be felt as more firms will have to delay their return to office. Moody's analytics is closely monitoring the effect of Omicron on remote work decisions by firms and its consequences to commercial real estate demand and activity. The hotel sector, on the other hand, will only have a minor dip in occupancy as domestic travel is close to 80% of 2019 levels, which has added some hope in the industry. Early this week, Donald Trump announced his plans of expansion of his Miami Resort, one of his biggest properties. He intends to create 2,300 luxury homes as well as retail and commercial space in the first phase of construction at the Trump National Doral. In terms of multifamily rentals, Adam Kaufman, COO of crowdfunding platform ArborCrowd, announced in another report that multifamily robust growth is projected to continue in 2022. Many investors in retail, office, and hotel properties, which continued to lag in 2021 because of the COVID-19 pandemic, have turned to multifamily assets. Kaufman expects this year will be another strong period for the asset class. Landlords are showing tenants with tens of millions of dollars and months worth of free rent and cash gifts to tenants to attract lease renewals, according to a report by the Wall Street Journal. Landlords are also paying for expenses and completing customized makeovers. In return, building owners are also able to charge increased rent, which is much much less than their face value, when all liabilities are taken into account. According to real estate services firm CBRE, the average cash payment to tenants has more than doubled in the past five years from $76 per square foot in 2016 to $154 in 2021. As a result, the amount of money landlords collected on these leases fell by 7.7%, despite office rents increasing 1.6%. The average rent in Manhattan for offices charging at least $100 on the face was $128 per square foot. After incentives, that fell to $84 per square foot. The pandemic forced many businesses to consider hybrid and remote work, which has reduced the demand for office space. To recover demand, landlords are forced to write large checks for construction work and agree to a rent-free period for a longer period aside from offering other perks. Analysts see this as paying tenants to keep their building values high. In related news, the New York Post reports that companies in the Big Apple that use the most office space are taking not less, but more of it this year. Despite December job postings indicating more work-from-home positions at 10.6% among all openings, or 25,800 out of 243,000 openings, major firms have been noted to continue to renew huge leases in Manhattan. Overall, Manhattan office leasing rose by a robust 8.3% in the fourth quarter. The Post observed that there's still plenty of space available and rents are lower overall. The city's so-called investment sale market returned to pre-pandemic levels in 2021 with office towers making 14 sales totaling $3.55 billion, more than half of the market that includes residential and industrial properties. Two top academics in the field of real estate have expressed their concerns on the real estate market this week. Sam Chandon, Dean of New York University Shack Institute, wrote an article on Forbes that points out the unprecedented price appreciation in the housing market has translated into substantial gains in equity and proceeds. However, while he believes that bidding wars have become less certain, prospective homeowners still have to contend with significant competition from traditional homebuyers relying on mortgages and all cash buyers and institutional investors. Channon expects price increases to lose momentum in the coming year. I'll bet a not-so-clear magnitude of the slowdown. However, he is concerned about the rate of appreciation that will fuel a further erosion of housing affordability. On the other hand, Susan Watchter, professor of real estate at Wharton, also shares the same sentiment with regard to first-time buyers. According to her interview with Wharton Business Daily, qualifying for a home and paying for down payment is beyond the reach of many millennials, even though the market indicates that it is cheaper to own today than rent. As a result there's an observed increase in discouraged renters who see themselves renting for a longer period instead. Watcher also predicts that if the Fed cannot contain inflation currently at a 40-year high, a looming recession will take place given its current measures. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell reported last week that the Fed is posed to weather the current COVID-19 surge with only short-lived impacts and is ready for the start of tighter monetary policy. Powell announced during his confirmation hearing for a second term at the central bank that the Fed could be forced to push through a sharper rise in interest rates this year if prices continue spiking. Federal Reserve Governor Lil Bernard also confirmed last week that the Fed would be in a position to start several interest rate hikes this year in March once it terminates its purchases of treasuries and mortgage-backed bonds. The Fed reduced its benchmark overnight interest rate to near zero in March 2020 and launched a mortgage-scale asset purchase program to mitigate the impact of the pandemic on the economy. Brainerd also expects the current wave of high inflation to persist through the next couple of quarters. U.S. employers expect to pay an average 3.4% raise to their workers in 2022, according to a Willis Towers Watson survey. The risk management company reports that inflation is the main driver towards faster wage growth after polling more than 1,000 companies last year. Dubbed as the great resignation phenomenon, job openings in the U.S. are near an all-time high as a record 4.5 million workers quit their jobs in November. In effect, employers have increased wages to attract and retain employees amid the demand for labor. Close to 74% of companies cited the tight labor market as a reason to increase their budgeting for raises, according to the Willis Towers Watson survey. Jobless claims rose to a seasonally adjusted 230,000 in mid-January according to the latest report by the Department of Labor. Filings for jobless claims increased as a result of layoffs due to the surge in COVID cases according to Oxford economists. The group predicts claims to return to the 200,000 level once Omicron cases plunge. The average rate on the popular 30-year fixed mortgage rate hit Tuesday morning, the highest since early April 2020, and now 83 basis points higher than the same time one year ago. Rates are affected by bond yields as financial markets react to more aggressive monetary policy tightening by the Federal Reserve, which is likely to pull out as early as March as reported earlier. Buyers of the medium-priced existing home at around $350,000 would have to make monthly payments higher by about $125 than they would have been just a few months ago. That that may price some first-time buyers on the lower end. Housing market research firm Zonda announced in the Fortune article this week that rising mortgage rates is likely to intensify housing demand competition. Buyers are expected to flock to the housing market in the next few weeks. Taking advantage of the existing mortgage rates, the low level of housing inventory is fueling bidding wars around the country. And that's it for this week's highlights for investors. I hope you have liked and subscribed. We want to help you to become a more informed investor and understand what's behind your decisions when making investments and what's happening in today's economy and market. We look forward to working with you at LifeBridge Capital. Have a blessed day. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Real Estate Syndication Show. Please subscribe and like the show. Share it with your friends so we can help them as well. Don't forget, go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up and start investing in real estate today. Have a blessed day.